0: 5 minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go, brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 minutes with Phil. Happy Friday, everybody. We're going to jump right into the text today as we're closing out the week and we're trying to figure out uh, what's God have for us today. So we're going to be in the gospel, and here, I mean, it's a it's a famous passage that even lots of people like to try to be able to bring out, and we're going to kind of talk through it today. So Luke chapter 19, 45 through 46, then Jesus entered the temple and began to drive out the people selling animals for sacrifices. He said to them, the scriptures declare, my temple will be a house of prayer but you've turned it into a den of thieves. Now we always think about this uh this passage Jesus had some righteous anger. And so we always try to be able to justify our anger and call it righteous um for the sake of saying well Jesus was righteously angry. Um but we also have to understand that it's not mixed with uh human sin. <laughs> right? Jesus was God in the flesh and was able to discern what it is that righteous anger really is about. And we have a hard time distinguishing. We turn our righteous anger into righteous hatred that's not really righteous, right? We turn it into hatred of others and we don't Direct that anger in the same way that Jesus did. Now, this is some interesting stuff, though. You know, with this passage, that so Jesus has already warned some people before, right? So it says that John two, uh, Jesus went in there and and was telling them, "Hey, don't be here, right? Get these out of here. How dare you turn my father's house into a market?" So this was in John two. Now. You can say, was that the same story, though? Well, I don't think so. Because later on, Luke 19, you know, it's it's getting to be towards Passover, and now Jesus comes back in again, and he sees them still, right? Why are you still here? Now, this is an interesting part, because we're thinking, oh, like, they weren't allowed to be—no, no, like, actually, um, this was an established section of, like, the temple that— was set up for such things. This would bend the Gentile court. So this was a place where Gentiles should have been able to come and also pray. They couldn't go into the next level of the temple, but they were allowed to be in the court of the Gentiles, and the court of the Gentiles, it was okay to be able to turn it into almost like this marketplace where the Jews and the Gentiles would be mixing so this was kind of an established thing. And here's the thing about the establishment, right? As you establish something and then it becomes like this is just commonplace. Some people call this a slippery slope. You start something and then you're like, oh, well, this is pretty good. And then it becomes something that's non-negotiable. So the Gentile court began to be a marketplace, and it was accepted. You're like, this is what it is. So now when Jesus comes in and he's like, hey, don't turn this place into a market. And then when he comes back again and he starts flipping tables over and he starts saying, why are you still here? You've turned this house of prayer into a den of robbers because this should have not been What it became. You know, there's a the temple um, has its importance. (laughs) And Jesus is trying to be able to talk about the primary importance. He's like, if we're getting down to this, like, yes, this should be a place where even Gentiles can come, but it's gonna be secondary. He gave glory to God first, right? This is a house, right? That's for giving glory to God right? And this is a place that should be honored. And right now, when you're looking at marketplaces, marketplaces are easy places to be able to, you know, kind of barter trade. And you don't think that there isn't some, as he calls it, the den of robbers for a reason, because there's things that are happening in this marketplace where people are getting cheated. And so you're looking at any of these marketplaces, right? Um, So he's Jesus is going back to scriptures, which is what he was quoting there. It is written. Where, where, I wonder what is, you know, was he quoting a, a contemporary? No, he wasn't. He was going back to the Old Testament. My house will be a house of prayer, but you've made it a den of robbers. He's going back to scripture, and he's trying to be able to show them that this is should be the place for it. Now, secondary importance in all of that, right? Because he's showing what the place was supposed to be established for. And then secondary comes in, and he wants the house of prayer to be available to all who worship and praise the true God. He encourages this work amongst all peoples, all nations, because the kingdom is much bigger. We've gone over the all-nations stuff already. And he does... um, he does not need us to make money, you know, for the church. He wants us to give out thanks, but it's not the church's business to be a fundraising machine for God, right? I mean, we've had televangelists over the course of history that, uh, that somehow believed they're at least trying to get you to believe, that uh, if you were going to give your money to them so that they could buy another airplane— That you would then in turn be blessed because of it, not just blessed like, oh, I'm so happy to give. No, but like physical, real blessings. Like if you give a hundred, God's going to give you 10, right? You know, like, so God's in this game of like giving back the change, right? I don't know. But see, Jesus is trying to establish something bigger, right? He's saying this is a place and he's going back to, I believe what you know the what God would really want for that place. You see, Jesus pushes back on the establishment. And we're saying, but you know, it was already, it was, it was built in. Like this was a place, it was a marketplace. It was already accepted amongst the Jews and the Gentiles. Everything was good. Everything was, well, not kosher, but <laughs> you get where I'm going. Right? And so what we see. In this place, Jesus is like I want to push back against this because it's not the original; it's not what it should be. And so, Jesus was a reformer, even before Martin Luther, even before the Middle Ages of the uh, the reformers. There, Jesus was working to reform, trying to bring people back to a design, the original. And he's like, let's get back to this. So let's stand with Jesus. Where do we have to be able to still work for reform and still stand up in the, in the face of these things and say, all right, we're not done. We can try to be able to be on the side of Jesus working towards the things that are good, right, and acceptable and pleasing before God. All right, consider that today. Tell me what you think about Jesus flipping tables, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's just an interesting thing that occurs there, and more to be able to dig into there as well. So until next week, we will have a good weekend, and we'll be back. Take care.